know, Darren, you told me 25 years ago that someday I'd be standing here about to solve the world's energy problems. I would have said you're crazy. <laughs> let's push this giant ball of oil out the window. <laughs> so, check out my view. Wow. Hey, there's Claire. I better go down. Hey, there's Kramer and Darren. Hey, there's the giant ball of oil. Claire's right underneath that thing. Claire! Hello! No! No! I don't believe this. I'm not looking up if you're going to do that voice. This is going to be a shame. <laughs> this ketchup and mustard in the same bottle oh that sounds interesting sir yeah. <laughs> all right and we are back for episode four i guess of the db4 fitness podcast we are on day eight million seven hundred and forty one of social distancing however i guess we're starting to open up in maryland I guess now you can get your hair cut. Doesn't help us in the fitness community at all. Doesn't really make any sense to me, but I won't. I'll keep those thoughts to myself. Anyway, we are back for another podcast. Today, it's just me and my thoughts. <laughs> You're going to love it. Uh, before we get into that, today's sponsor is Capri Sun Roaring Waters Strawberry Kiwi. Like I said, we're really scrapping the bottom of the barrel for our sponsorships. My daughter left a uh, Capri Sun by my desk, so guess what? That's my drink, and that's our sponsor for today's show. Um, today, we're going to talk about a couple concepts, just you, me, and whoever's listening. Um, I'm not going to lie, this probably was like the hardest week for me personally since we've been away. I don't know. I kind of hit the really down and depressed button within me the last few days just kind of all adding up and just kind of really weighing me down my workouts have been struggling so i want to give everyone a big thank you who are constantly checking in messaging me about workouts and what's happening and all that kind of stuff it is very helpful and it is very motivating and especially those of you that join in on our zoom classes uh, I was very hesitant to start those. I didn't know how they were going to go, but thankfully we did those because those are the best workouts I'm getting. For some reason, uh, I'm really struggling with the motivation when it's just myself, no video or no Zoom. Uh, I mean, I have my good days, I have my bad days, but the days that we all get online together and work out at the same time, but there's a, those are the best. I get good workouts and I always leave those feeling really good and happy. So thanks for those of you that have found the time to join in uh, with us with that. Um, having said that, let's look at our to-do board. Uh, a couple things that are happening in our fitness community. Keep an eye out for a little video project we're putting together. Members, you know what I'm talking about, but we're going to show off our at-home workout skills. So keep your eye out for that. 
As we record this, Murph is, let me count, one, two, three, Murph is 10 days away. That's unbelievable. It's funny how I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, how this isolation in some respects has felt like forever, but in others, it's a blink of an eye and it's like May 14th already or May 15th or whatever day it is. It's crazy. But anyway... We're 10 days away from Murph. Um, in the next few days, I'm going to be discussing with our members about what Murph will look like this year. What's the chances of people being together, how to do it, if you're not going to be with people, or if you don't have pull-up access. So keep an eye out for that. I may talk about that next week on our podcast as well for those of you that want some ideas how to do Murph without getting all together. And at this point, it's just not smart. So we have to be smart. So we'll get we'll get more into that. Uh, let's keep up with the Zooms. And remember, every Saturday, our gym does hero workouts. And they're not just for our members. They're for anyone that wants to join along. I'll continue to broadcast on Instagram Live, even though we have some peepers, uh, on Instagram Live so that anyone can join this week's hero is going to be Lieutenant Brad Clark. Uh, members, you'll see what that workout is about in your email. But anyone else out there, feel free to search that name and workout. And um, it's going to be great. Join along with us. Uh, today, if you notice, we started the show with a little uh, Seinfeld moment. First of all, that is the greatest show of all time. Don't even try to argue with me. Uh, not, I mean, come on. Don't give me friends. I mean, I like friends and all, but anyway, uh, this past week we lost Jerry Stiller, who was an integral part to the show as Joris Cassandra's father. So instead of doing our normal little movie quote drop-ins, we're going to celebrate the show and celebrate his character with little drop-ins of Jerry uh, Stiller throughout uh, the show as Frank Costanza. So hope you enjoy that. Here's a little Frank Costanza as we go into our warm-up. It's as far as it goes. As a mechanism, you just pull it and throw your body weight. I pulled it. It doesn't go. If you want the leg room, say you want the leg room. Don't blame the mechanism. All right, Dad, we're five blocks from the house. Sit sideways. Like an animal. Because of her, I have to sit there like an animal. Serenity now! Serenity now! What is that? Doctor gave me a relaxation cassette. When my blood pressure gets too high, the man on the tape tells me to say, Serenity now! Are you supposed to yell it? The man on the tape wasn't specific. <laughs> what happened to the screen door? It blew off again? I told you to fix that thing. Serenity now! All right. So as we go through the show today, we're going to, well, at least my thinking, I'm going to give you the my favorite top five Frank Costanza moments, so that was number one, Serenity Now. All right, as far as our warm-up today, let's look at what's on tap for the show. A uh, couple different topics today. We're going to, one, eventually we're going to discuss why the way that we train at our gym and now, I guess, in our homes and our driveways, why the way that we do it is better than your commercial gym. So I drive, I drive by like Planet Fitness all the time. What a dump. Uh, and other so-called commercial gyms. And 
Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I used to work out at those places, but we're going to discuss why what we do in my eyes is just better. Uh, this week, uh, Lissy, member of our gym, posted a comment in our private page asking everyone to chime in with what do you miss about the gym the most? Uh, whether it be funny or whatever, and just going to make some observations about what I saw. And I'm also going to talk about five pieces of equipment that you need at home. Doesn't matter if we're not allowed to go to the gym or whatever, just five pieces of fitness equipment you should have at your house at all times. So we're going to start with that after we hear a little bit more from Frank Costanza. Hello, this is Frank Costanza. <laughs> what do you want? You think you can keep us out of Florida? We're moving in lock, stock, and barrel. We're going to be in the pool. We're going to be in the clubhouse. We're going to be all over that shuffleboard court. And I dare you to keep me out. So as we're stuck at home, and a lot of us are learning a lot about ourselves in terms of fitness at home and what do I have? How can I be creative? I thought, what? would if i was you know stuck at home what would be the five things that i couldn't live without or five things that i would need to make fitness successful now obviously we would want to pick things like a rower or a barbell you know, but here are just five simple things that whether you've borrowed from the gym or you can find on your own or maybe even when this is all over you might want to invest in at your house to have just for your side fitness, okay? Number one would be an ab mat. Now, why that's important is for many uses, not just for doing sit-ups, right? First of all, if you work out with us, you know that sit-ups just on a flat surface is bad for you anyway. So if you're at home, you don't wanna be doing routine repetition repetition sit-ups on a flat surface that is really actually not good for your back so number one obviously we would want it that but it's also we can use it for many reasons if we're doing handstand work or handstand push-up work okay now i have a, a simple thing to put under my head yeah i know we could do like a towel but the ab mat just has that extra support and it's also great for mobility work so for instance like when i do different stretches like I have knee pain when I put my knees on the ground and things like that. So the ab mat is just a great tool to have the, for stretches, for ab work, just, just a variety of different ways you can use the mat. And it's also when you work out really hard like I do sometimes and you just want to curl up on the floor afterwards in you know, a puddle of your own filth and fight back to tears, it gives you a little pillow. Uh, number two is a weight vest. A lot of us have invested in our own. The weight vest is a great tool for many reasons. It adds a little different dynamic to your running. Okay, so some people, you, you may not be into running much, but throwing the vest on gives you another challenge. It adds to any body weight movement. So if you're tired of doing just regular sit-ups, push-ups, squats, lunges, having the vest will make that feel like you're getting a better workout as opposed to getting bored and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it just adds a little extra resistance. So if you don't have a lot of time, you throw the vest on, right? 
work through push-ups. It will make you work harder uh, than just doing basic body weight movements. Um, and if you're doing like a CrossFit type of workout where you you know you're supposed to carry weight, you know, running it, it's just a great extra tool to have at home when you're limited on weight. You can use it for snatches, kettlebell swings. Okay, there's all sorts of things you could think about to use um, the vest with. Number three would be a jump rope and not just a piece of junk jump rope that your, your kids are, have or whatever, like a quality, your own personalized jump rope. First of all, at this stage, everyone at your gym, you should invest in your own jump rope. I know at our gym, we provide them for you, but you know the jump rope is something you want really tailored to your body, whether it be your height, your arm length, how you hold your arms. And the jump rope is a great conditioning tool if you're not a runner or if you're at home, you have no access to bikes or a rower and maybe it's raining. The, there's no excuse not to get good conditioning in. Uh, if you're sick of doing burpees, the jump rope is just a great way to get good conditioning in. And it's also a great warm-up tool. One thing I keep hearing over and over from people at home is I just can't, like, I can't get motivated to get a good warm-up in. You get the jump rope out. It doesn't even have to be double unders. You set a timer for two minutes of just singles. Trust me, you're warmed up and ready to go once it's over. Uh, the next thing would be some sort of hand weight, whether it be a dumbbell, kettlebell, something like that. Uh, you want at least one of them. Now, it would be great to always have two. It would be great to have two kettlebells. It would be great to have two dumbbells. But as long as you have one, you're going to get good fitness in. Uh, we've been programming a lot of tempo work, tempo deadlifts, rows, stuff like that with our, our dumbbells and kettlebells. Trust me, if, if you take the time, you can get good strength work with just one implement. You don't need a barbell. Yes, I know we all want the barbell and it's more efficient, but you can get work done with just one dumbbell or one kettlebell. And again, take one or the other, right? Just because I have a kettlebell, I can still do floor presses. I can still do shoulder presses with a kettlebell. Okay, I can still do thrusters. And with a dumbbell, I, I can easily use a dumbbell to do like a kettlebell swing motion. Okay, so one type of weight like that. And last but not least is a box. Okay, some sort of box that I can jump on, step up and down on. Okay, I can do dips on. Okay, there's all, I can do feet up, handstand push-ups, pike work. There's all sorts of things I can do with my box. And I can also store all my uh, small fitness equipment on it for one small area so I know where all my things are. But a box is a great conditioning tool. It can be used for a great strength tool. So there's all sorts of movements that we can use with our box. So if you're building up that home gym, in my opinion, you things to invest in is you want a good ab mat, a weight vest, a jump rope, some sort of handheld weight, whether it be a kettlebell or a dumbbell with serious weight. Now, don't settle for just a little light one. And then some sort of box. All right, that's our warm-up. Uh, we're going to get into our skill now. And our skill today is I'm going to analyze a little bit of things that we're missing about the gym. But first, back to Frank. This is the call I get. My son is a bootlegger. Ow! Who put you up to this? Was it her? All right, wait a minute. I think you've got it backwards. 
My George isn't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. You got that right. What the hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. You saying you want a piece of me? I could drop you like a bag of dirt. You want a piece of me? You got it! All right, so along the way, right, I try to be really positive and I try to keep everybody upbeat but i'm you know i'm just like everyone else and i'm gonna have my good days i'm gonna have my bad days i'm gonna have my real bad days and like i said at the beginning of our podcast a couple last couple days have been really trying and uh trying to really get that mojo back but um it's like sometimes things just show up when they need to right so uh yesterday one of our members posted a little post in our private Facebook group. And the post was, it's been a while. Here's the next question. What do you miss at the gym? For those of you who struggle to follow the rules, there's no cap on this one. List as many as you want. And a couple members of our gym kind of went on talking about things that they missed. So before I even read what anybody posted, I kind of wrote down five things that I thought about just general things and it's funny how this community always kind of rises to the challenge right and we kind of covered all of that within the five so what i thought would be interesting is if we just kind of talk about things that i miss from the gym and um kind of compare it to what other people said uh the first thing i wrote down was equipment now okay i know i know you're saying, wait a minute, you, Dave, get to go to the gym, so you're using all the equipment. Well, to be completely honest with you, it was hard at first, right? When we first went home, I didn't touch a barbell, and I said to myself, our members don't get to use them, so I'm not using them. I didn't touch the rig. I didn't do pull-ups, because I just thought to myself, we're all in this together. So I'm literally, I was just doing whatever you guys were able to do or whatever I was posting. And then, you know, once I kind of gave up and I, the virus beat me knowing that, hey, this is going to be longer than I thought. And I let people have barbells. I started to ease down on that and started to use more and more equipment. But I still haven't rode. I haven't used a bike, right? I haven't used things that the rest of the community wouldn't use. So just miss that ability to walk in and be like hey what are we going to do today now generally speaking i always know what we are going to do but like when i go in like on a sunday or an open gym or whatever and i sit and i just kind of dream up what we're going to do it's great to just look around the room and just be creative like oh let's use the stones or let's use these big boxes for burpee box overs so um it's funny uh someone put you know that they missed chalk and they missed the rig right yeah like these things that are silly and we take for granted uh, we do miss them so i'm um, i'm right there with you with missing some equipment and um hopefully uh we're making the best of what we have at home the second thing i wrote down was just silliness and if you read through people's comments there's just Tons of silliness, right? And because the gym, for me, 
and I know for a lot of you, it, it is an escape. Like, I know it looks like it's a business, right? And, and, and it is. However, like, that's not why we do it. It's not why I do it. It's, it's something in me that I need. And a lot of you are realizing how much you need it as well. It's just an escape from, you know, regular stuff. Like being at work all day. One thing I think about is like every day is kind of like Groundhog Day. But normally if I'm at work and I'm having a crappy day, I, I look at my watch and I'm like, all right, two hours and we'll be at the gym, you know, shooting the crap. And like part of the best thing of what happens at our place, right, is just the nonsense. The nonsense like is just so much fun. And it's, you know, the whole people talk about community thing and it's kind of you know overdone but it's true like anyone can just go to a commercial gym put their headphones on ignore each other and just get it in right but what we provide is like a fitness family and you know we know all about each other's lives and it's just nice to be around like-minded people that care for one each other so just silly things as you scroll through some of these comments right uh uh, our stupid dances, our 80s music craze on Saturdays, Butler's antics, which, you know, are endless, um, just all kinds of silly things and special bonds that you guys have with each other, all that kind of silly, fun stuff, just things that I miss big time. Number three is energy, and I think someone wrote that word. Uh, in their posts but like I'm finding it at home like I don't have the energy like I'm struggling to work out as hard as I I would normally do the only thing that kind of gets me through some days where I don't want to do a thing is looking at other posts people have made at times that just kind of give me a goal but uh even on like the longest of crappy days at work like you walk in the gym and all of a sudden I got a little extra pep in my step and I'm ready to go and uh, you can kind of just let yourself go and work really hard and that's hard to do working out by ourselves or just in your driveways and things like that so yeah the, the energy that we get from each other and the room definitely missed and energy and motivation at the same time um, one person nailed it um I'll embarrass her. Allison Thompson wrote that she missed the motivation. She missed being spoiled, walking in, workouts on the board, all the equipment there ready, and getting out in an hour. Now my hour is like an hour and a half. Where's the 400 mark? Switching my workout from basement to garage. So, like, we had all that rain, right? And it just, like, like took all the motivation out of me those days to do anything and not seeing each other work out or not having each other to push each other like it's it's hard and I understand and I, I've talked to some of you about lack of your motivation and I'm not gonna lie like it's hard so that's why I said like on our first podcast trying to come up with ways to stay motivated coming up with as many silly things as we could to stay engaged with each other uh sign up for that Spartan race even though we don't know if it's going to happen or not, but just knowing that there's something ahead of us. But the motivation that we get from growing the gym is, is, is definitely one that's missing. And last but not least, accountability. 
Um, I love that someone said the accountability because it's true. Like, and we keep account, we keep each other accountable uh, in so many ways, right? Like, somebody wrote that they know Dave's gonna yell, "Stop sandbagging!" and and just hearing like, you know, my voice or whatever, like, keeps me going or the accountability of working out with someone right next to me and saying shit they're they're a couple reps ahead of me or even though it sounds negative but it's done in a positive way like picking that one person in the room that you like to not like you're not competing with but you're trying to keep up with or saying to yourself all right when they pick up the weight i'm going to pick it up just all those small ways that keep us accountable or texting each other what time you going to class because i'm gonna go I'm gonna... so all, all those things are, are are really uh lacking and um just i, I miss everybody I, I miss catching up with everybody just real real bummer right but um it's great to read some of your posts it's great to every time one of you posts one of these what are your thoughts things it is great to read each other's uh thoughts and um yeah, it's definitely tough. But anyway, let's uh let's move on to our main topic of the day of why our type of gym is better than a commercial gym. But before we do that, back to Frank. I can't believe it. He was so young. How could this have happened? Well, he'd been logging some pretty heavy hours. First one in in the morning, last one to leave at night. That kid was a human dynamo. Are you sure you're talking about George? You are Mr. and Mrs. Costanza. What the hell did you trade Jay Buna for? <laughs> he had 30 home runs and over 100 RBIs last year. He's got a rocket for an arm. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, Buna was a good prospect, no question about it. But my baseball people love Ken Phelps' bat. They kept saying, Ken Phelps, Ken Phelps. <laughs> Jerry, it's Frank Costanza. Mr. Steinbrenner's here. George is dead. Call me back. <laughs> That, that one may be my favorite. That's one of those scenes or quotes from the show where no matter what, when I see it, how many times I've seen it or heard it, I still laugh. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, so this week in Florida, right, there was a protest at, uh, I guess, the governor's office or whatever of people from a gym protesting by doing push-ups and sit-ups or whatever saying that you know the gym should be open and um a lot of people have been messaging me about opening and how some gyms are open or outside facility which we all know is not smart it's you know you're you're breathing heavier so things are passing in the air more i'm not going to get into all that but anyway um it was making me think about how, unfortunately, some people still don't know really what we do and how our fitness facility and the way that we train is different than your regular Globo gym. Um, so I thought I would sit and I would think about what are 10 things that I do not miss from like a Globo gym atmosphere. Now, uh, I used to work at all these places, right? So... Uh, I was a YMCA member. I was a Planet Fitness member. I, you know, I, I worked for Snap Fitness. I used to be a personal trainer at Snap Fitness in Newark. 
Uh, I've worked at another other gyms where there was CrossFit and a regular Globo gym aspect. So I've, I've, I've done it all. I've been at all of them. I've seen it all. And yes, I know that there's positives from all of them. And hey, fitness is still fitness. We want people to exercise, whether it be in a, in a boot camp atmosphere, or CrossFit atmosphere, or, uh, by themselves or in a in a workout class or in a, in a, in a, in a traditional gym. I mean, like a spin class and stuff like that. I've done it all. I've taught it all, right? But in my opinion, what we do, and I'm, you know, not, it's because it's my gym or whatever, but the reason why it's my gym is because this is how I think it should be done. And, I, and like I said, it's not for everybody, but these are the top 10 things that I do not miss from the Globo Gym experience. Uh, number one is not putting stuff away. Oh my God. I can't tell you how angry and frustrating it used to be to go to like the dumbbell rack, right? And uh, the dumbbell you need is missing or it's out of order, right? Or it's on the floor and people not putting stuff away, even though it's, you know, part of the gym rules. And usually that gym space is crowded anyway. Just so frustrating. It's nice to know, like, I know where the plates are. I know where, the you know, it's always set up the way that it's supposed to be. So that was something that always got under my skin uh number two is not knowing anybody or just the feeling of isolation right i love going to our gym everybody knows each other everybody knows about each other's lives and asking about their children and truly caring about each other when you go to a globo gym it's just like you you know people because they become regulars and people get under your skin or you don't know this person it just leaves you with a feeling like it's uncomfortable and like you really can't let loose and do what you want you always feel kind of uptight and just the headphones are on people are some people are annoyingly still trying to talk to you with the headphones on and and other people it's clear they want to be left alone it's just an atmosphere it's not fun right and and fitness and sport and activity should be fun and it's just not comfortable, right? Number three, class is different. You go to a Globo gym, you go to a Y, you go to whatever, and you do your, I mean, you come up with your, some of you or some people are really good at coming up with their own little workout routine. That's great. But most people, you know, you fall into a routine of a, these are the exercises I do, or on Monday, I'm going to do this, or just running on the treadmill. Boring, 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 right? And even some of like the, the classes, like I taught spin class for years. And the reason why I stopped was because it just got boring. Like you're, you, there's only so much you can do on the bike. And I would have like full classes and people loved it. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I, I was so routine. And even like the fitness classes that you can take, right? I taught Insanity and I taught uh, other classes before. And just, you know, after a while, it's the same stuff. And as you learn about fitness, and it's not your job to, if you're a gym member, it's not your job to know the science behind it. But when you do the same thing over and over and over and over again, your body like plateaus. So like you don't want to bench press every Monday. 
You don't want to run on the treadmill at this speed for this long every day because guess what? Eventually, you're not going to improve at all and your body's going to get really accustomed to that movement. But also, just I love going into our room and every day it's going to be different. Every day we're going to throw something at you that you may not be able to do and will continue to push you, right? When you're doing three sets of 10 at the Globo Gym and you know, you, you're not pushing yourself, right? You're not looking at other people's scores or stuff like that. It's just not, it's not different. It's not fun, right? So there you go. Uh, number four is waiting for equipment. Ugh. So yeah, I was the bench press on Monday, back squat on Wednesday, or, you know, had the schedule and you would go to the gym and you would want to use this piece of equipment and someone was using it you're waiting patiently and you know then you end up standing around and or all, all the all the treadmills are taken up it, you know how annoying right like just the uh, you know i want to get in i want to get done i like knowing that if i go to a class i have one hour and if we're lifting today i'm going to get my own equipment or i'm sharing with just one person I'm going to have my own workout space. There's going to be enough equipment. And even if it's super complicated, whoever's running the class is going to organize it so that we all get the workout in. Oh, I used to hate waiting, waiting for equipment or waiting for a piece of machinery. Ugh. Speaking of which, crappy equipment is next on the list. What I mean is you go to these gyms, right, and they have like the machines, just think to yourself, your your body, it, your body is a machine. Your body is not. Nobody's body is the same. So you sit in these predetermined sized machines. And again, don't get me wrong. Any fitness is better than no fitness. And yes, some machines are better. But some machines, trust me, they're pointless, and they're a complete waste of time. And just just stay away. If you want me to tell you, which well, I can tell you later, but uh, just the machines are not worth it. And a lot of times you sit there, you do a set, and what do you do? You end up just sitting there waiting to do your next set. Fitness is, is not happening that way. So uh, five is the crappy equipment that looks really shiny and cool, but trust me, it's not functional. Your body doesn't move that way. You, you, no, you want to be doing full body movements that add up to something that will translate to your real life, right? Number six is the music. Oh my God. So I've worked at, let's see, I've worked at four different commercial gyms, right? And you have the predetermined blah, bland, top 20 music one gym I worked at, I'm not gonna, not gonna tell you which one, but they had like a, a oldies hit station all the time, and I would go and I would work there on Saturday or Sunday mornings, and I could tell you what songs were going to play within like those two hours. Like I knew these songs were gonna play. There's millions of hit songs through the years, but I could tell you which twenty were gonna come up. Um, just like, no, like now granted the music I play, right. is not for everybody, but we mix it up from 
hip hop to eighties to metal to you know we we'll, we'll mix it up and we'll do we'll put silly crap on sometimes but when it's time to get the actual work in we blare it and we go to town right it's it it's just oh my god like I don't need to hear the same crappy pop song over a hundred times uh, uh, all right let's see where we're at one two three four five six we are, I think we're on number seven number seven is wasting time if you ever sat so I used to work at all these types of gyms right and I would just you know people watch sometimes the amount of time that people waste at a commercial gym is unbelievable between the water fountain talking to somebody or playing with their iPhone or back in the day their nano some of you young cats don't remember this um trying to find a song to play or just waiting for equipment it's unbelievable how little fitness actually occurs when you're by yourself unless you're super motivated um just i i remember i can remember because you know i'm a teacher so i would be at the gym and somebody i knew or a parent i kid i taught or so whatever would would talk to want to talk to me and there goes five to ten minutes and it's just you waste so much time and if you don't if you're not wasting time because you're one of these people with their headphones on just ignoring the world i i just think that's miserable and lonely and sad but hey to each his own um number eight is not feeling like i might almost vomit now calm down what i mean by that is i can think back to my days at working out at all these different types of gyms and i never ever had the feeling during a workout from those like i do with what we do now i had never had the feeling like i literally can't push anymore i'm about to collapse on the floor or uh, i never had complete exhaustion right you finish up your weightlifting set and Check yourself in the mirror, you pack your bag, you go home. No, like there's workouts now where I will lay on the floor for five to ten minutes because I've pushed myself that hard. And again, not going to bore you with science talk. Those of you that take an exercise physiology classes and all that kind of stuff before, you know what I'm talking about. When you are flat out done sitting on the ground, that's when fitness has occurred. That's when you're burning calories for about another hour. It, there's plenty of science behind it. But just that feeling like that I know I've given my all. I can't push myself any harder. That's how I'm going to progress. That's how I'm going to grow. Okay, so I've, I've never, never felt that before at a regular gym working out by myself. Number nine now, this is specifically important to what's going on in the world right now. The cl- the cleanliness of it. Globo gyms are disgusting. Okay? Those little paper towels, trust me, they're not cleaning nothing. Okay? Um, most gyms, a lot of gyms now have like the Clorox kind of wipes. That's great. Have you ever watched somebody use a machine? Either they soak the thing so that it's gross for the next person with like the spray bottle. They'll soak it and then it's like, well, I can't get on there. It's soaking wet. Or 
they'll do like the half-ass wipe where they kind of just wipe the like little sweat spot that they left and, and they didn't wipe the whole thing down. It's gross, right? And, and trust me, none of these places at night, trust me, because I worked at them all, nobody's going through at night at the end of the day and cleaning them all. They're not. Trust me. I work there. I know that it doesn't occur. Now, some of them are good about maybe once a day, somebody going through or every other day. But nine times out of ten, they're not cleaning. They're letting you clean. They think you are doing a good job cleaning, and people are not. Now, you may say to yourself, well, when I go, you know, I do what I... Okay, that's you. But most people, trust me, are not because I work there and I watch them. Um, you think anybody is wiping off the dumbbells? You're crazy. They're not. You think anybody is wiping down, like, the medicine balls? They're not. At our gyms, what's so good is part of the rules is once you use something, you clean it. If, you, if you've watched people, after they work out, they wipe down all the equipment they use before they put it back. Um, even, uh, you know, you see members of our gym. If we rode, some people will volunteer to wipe everything down, even though if they're not sure if anybody used it. So trust me when I say... Our facility is 10 times cleaner than any regular gym. And that's what's hard with what's going on in the world right now and grouping all gyms together. Because Globo gyms and then privately membered facilities are completely different. Okay? Just the floor. Okay? Like, just all I'll say is our members are great at cleaning up wiping things down, spraying things with disinfectant. We go above and beyond. And I would, I have complete faith in all of our members. And I, I don't worry. I talk to people about what they need to do if I don't think they're doing what they need to be doing. So uh, a Globo gym is disgusting. That's all I will say. Um, last but not least, number 10 is there's nothing special that occurs at a Globo gym. And what I mean by that is we always come back to this community word, right? But nothing special happens at a Globo gym. There's no parties. There's no celebrations. There's no special fundraiser events. There's no like things like the open or competitions or um, stuff like that. Like some of the most favorite things that we do at our facility is when we're counting down to something like we're counting down to Murph or we're counting down for all of us to go to do a Spartan race together or our barbells for boobs fundraisers coming, or it's the hundred K challenge. It gives me extra incentive to go in more or like I'm getting to go. Oh, my, my, my owner of the facility is telling me to come in for free more open gym that none of that happens at a, at a, Globo gym, you just go in, tune yourself off to the world, and you leave. And again, if that's if that's people's thing, that's great. I've said it a couple times today that you can't fault anybody if that's the way they want to work out with tune everybody out, right? Work out on their own, they're able to motivate each. That's great. But personally, for me, it doesn't work. I love the community aspect. I love being in touch with everybody and being a part of each other's lives. And when we're all kind of invested in each other, 
it's going to make the experience better and it's going to make the workouts better because we just push each other that much harder. So those are my top 10 things I do not miss about a commercial gym. I could never see myself going back to that kind of uh, fitness atmosphere. But like I said, to each his own. And it is about time to start to wrap up for the day. Airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You, Kruger, my son tells me your company stinks. Oh, God. Boy, you can get yours in a minute. And now as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Not the feats of strength. Until you pin me, George, Festivus is not over. Please, somebody stop this. Let's rumble! All right, those were uh, five great moments throughout the show today of uh, the great Frank Costanza character by Jerry Stiller. And like I said, a little different today as we wrap up the show, we went through five pieces of equipment that I think are important to have at home. We analyzed kind of what we miss about our gym. And then I went through top 10 things that I do not miss from a commercial gym. So a little bit different of a show, just getting to hear some of my thoughts. Um, it is very therapeutic for me to just kind of sit and talk. It feels like I'm still talking with everybody. I'm, you know, I miss everybody. I miss the gym atmosphere so much. And um, I know it sounds weird because I still get to go there, but... Trust me, it's not pleasurable to go. It's it's kind of sad and lonely, and you know the wife and kids are there, but it's you know, you know it's just weird. It feels like I shouldn't be there. I don't know. So anyway, it's it's nice to just sit and talk, and hopefully you get to listen, and it's like we're we're still kind of together. Um, as we close up shop, remember Murph countdown is still going strong. We got ten days to go. If you've fallen off a little bit, jump back on, stay on track, get on with what we're doing, even if you've missed, okay, no big deal. We're going to have another DB for Fitness trivia night. We're going to uh, send that out to our members soon. If you're not a member, if you're not a member, sorry, but, uh, you know, some things are just for those individuals, and keep plugging away, guys. Like I said, this week was rough for me. But uh, starting to come out of it again. So keep in mind that your friends and from the gym, they're going through the same things that I'm going through. Right? So if you haven't heard from somebody in a while, you know, message them or text them or, hey, what you doing? Hey, you want to work out on Zoom together? Or, hey, text me your score and see how you did. Just to, just to keep in touch with people. So I challenge everyone this week to uh, reach out to someone from the gym that maybe you aren't necessarily the closest with, but someone you, you, you miss seeing and just kind of reach out to them and say hi and how you doing and how's workouts going, something like that. So give you a little challenge there to see if you can complete it. So uh, I'm going to leave you today with some motivational words from the great Arnold and uh, I'll see you guys. Keep grinding and ring that bell.
the same time is working hard. Someone is getting smarter and someone is winning. Just remember that. Now, if you want to coast through life, don't pay any attention to any of those rules. But if you want to win, there's absolutely no way around hard, hard work. Don't be afraid to fail. Anything I've ever attempted, I was always willing to fail. You can't always win, but don't be afraid of making decisions. You can't be paralyzed by fear or failure, or you will never push yourself. You keep pushing because you believe in yourself and in your vision. And you know that it's the right thing to do, and success will come, so don't be afraid to fail. Don't listen to the naysayers. I mean, how many times have you heard that you can't do this, you can't do that, and it's never been done before? I hear this all the time. As a matter of fact, I love it when someone says, no one has ever done this before, because then when I do it, that means that I'm the first one that has done it. So pay no attention to the people that say it can't be done. Just remember, you can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in a pocket.